there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Welcome in. We are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino here early on a Thursday, one of our favorite days of the entire week. Brad Powers on the program, professional sports better in an hour. College football hardcore. We go with him every Thursday. Mike Palman Studio. And Paul Charchi in Fantasy Football Hall of Famer and maybe a player proper too for tonight's game as well, Paulie, which is where we are going to begin as uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are laying 10.5 pretty much everywhere across the board. And the total is down from 52 to 47 at most spots, 15 to 25 mile an hour winds, which are going to be sustained the way it appears tonight, howling through Arrowhead Stadium. The reason for the big drop in the total here in this game. So I went back and looked yesterday at uh, this Denver defense and just how god-awful it is huh. after five games. Yeah. I'll try to put this uh, into some historical perspective. So their opponents are averaging seven yards per play on offense. Do you remember the 2017 0-16 Cleveland Browns? Okay. Not even close to this number. The 2016 1-15 Cleveland Browns allowed 5.9. They weren't even the worst in football. The 2015 Saints, the more I look back, we knew it at the time, but those Saints teams and some of those Packers teams, those organizations did Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers nah, no favors. Those defenses were horrible for a long time. The 2015 Saints allowed 6.6 yards per play. The 2012 Saints, 6.5. The 2008 winless Detroit Lions, 6.4. This team's worse than all of them. How about opponents passing yards per attempt? The worst teams in the league to this point, the Chargers and Giants are tied for 29th. They're allowing 7.6 yards per attempt. The Bears are 31st, 8 yards per attempt. This Broncos team, they're allowing 8.5 yards per passing attempt. Again, historically speaking, I went back to 2003, worse than that, than that uh, 2015 Saints team and worse than that winless Lions team, which allowed uh, 8.4 yards per attempt back in 2008. 
What happened? I, they, I don't know. They hung them. They were so good last year. And, and they held the offense in these games. They were so bad offensively. Second most points allowed through the first five games, Super Bowl era, giving up 36 points per game and 181 points. The completion percentage allowed is the highest ever. It's the worst defense DVOA through five games ever. And uh, the, the passer rating is, is 124, with his, it was the fifth highest ever. So maybe they catch a break with the weather, but it, it's I, I, good luck with props. I have no idea because last week, 10 different players caught a pass for Kansas City, and four of the five games it's happened. So he is really spreading it around this year. So I don't know what – is it a Pacheco game based yeah. on what Hall has done and how bad they've been against the run? I mean, that, that's something that – maybe that's going to be all Pacheco because of the wind and and uh, Kelsey's compromised and Pat likes to mix it up and, and get everyone involved anyway. So I don't know. Yeah, he certainly does. Uh, I would think that this is going to be a Pacheco game again, although Sean Payton came out this week and he said, look, the number one thing that we have to fix – clearly is the rushing defense. Well, he can say all he wants, right? I mean, that's obvious to anybody. How, how much can you really fix in a couple of days when it's a short week, right? Yeah. And you're coming off another beatdown at home and you got to travel to Kansas City tonight for this game. And uh, it, here's an idea of what running backs have done to this Broncos defense so far. They actually held Josh, J- well, Jacobs was not in shape probably in week one. No. He only had 48 yards. The next week, Brian Robinson for the Commanders, 18 for 87 and two touchdowns. Week three, you're like, uh, guys, what's going on here? That's when they lost 70-20. to A-Chan had 203. Mostert, 82. Backup, Chris Brooks had 66. They killed that team. Herbert for the Bears at 18 for 103. And last week, Hall had 22 for a buck 77 and a touchdown. Pacheco was plus 650 here to score the first touchdown of the game tonight. He's done that two games in a row for the Chiefs. So you would think he's got 17 red zone rushing attempts already this year. He is like the number one go-to guy for the Chiefs inside the red zone. So, um, yeah, I think it should be a good, a good game for him tonight. Okay, the prop is on the line tonight, which we discussed many times. The Chiefs' longest winning streak of the season at DraftKings yep. is four and a half. So you can cash that with a win tonight. You also have all the reports that everyone's available uh, out of Denver, and they're looking to get rid of people, and Peyton uh, has that long contract, and he doesn't care and wants to blow this up. That maybe could uh, be a reason why Denver gets blown out. But the other thing is here, you know, it's 15 in a row. It's a total embarrassment. Kansas City's beat them 15 in a row. Mahomes is 27-3 and three in the division. But Denver's played them tough. And something we talked about last week, the last three meetings, you go back when Billy the Kid, Billy Chippis, won Survivor, week 18, it was 28-24. to 24. It was 21-20 Broncos in the fourth quarter. They had first and goal. It was a fumble and a scoop and score the other way for the Chiefs. Yeah, for like 90-plus yards. That was Melvin Gordon, right, who gave it up. They were going in to score a a touchdown. That's right. They could have won the game. And that was when Billy needed the Chiefs to win a million dollars, and he bet more on the Chiefs with an alt number. The yards were even, and they were fortunate to win that game. Last year... At Denver, it was 34-28. The Chiefs led 27-0. Judy had three touchdowns. Mahomes threw three picks. Yeah. And Denver came all the way back and made it interesting. And then week 17 in Kansas City, 27-24 Chiefs. They trailed in the fourth quarter. Denver had the ball lay with a chance to win the game. So they've won 17 of 19 overall here, the defending champs. Mahomes and Kansas City in the embarrassing 15 in a row. But the last three have been tough. And if I want to go back the last four, that was that weird game 
think it was a Sunday night game, Teddy Two Gloves. They were driving down two scores, and, and there was a turnover as well where Denver dominated time of possession but yeah. couldn't score uh, and had red zone issues in that game. So it, it hasn't been easy for the Chiefs going back here the last four games against the Broncos. I think that game was a Javante Williams breakout game, if I recall correctly, too. Like, like yeah, this kid's going to be really good as long as he stays healthy, which unfortunately he was unable uh, to do. Do you think the passing attack, because Russell Wilson actually, his numbers this year are not bad, yeah. but when you put it into consideration – I mean, this team is getting blown blown out like in a majority of these games. And then, you know, how much of that is him coming back in garbage well, time? Yeah, I'm worried about two things. Number one, what's going on at halftime? Denver's been outscored 93-52 to 52 in the second half. You can point the finger at Peyton, but also Vance Joseph is doing an atrocious job. The D.C. The other thing is, at some point, do these guys let go of the rope? I think Wilson's a tough guy, but, I mean, Peyton didn't even care. After the defensive touchdown by the Jets, he's screaming at him on the sideline and Peyton letting him know about it. So how much abuse can Russell Wilson take? And, and, it, and it looks like it's going to be a fire sale here at some point, too, well, I mean, with what Denver's going to do. Look, I'm driving around town yesterday, checking out different like outlets and what people are saying. And every single time I tune it on to a different, it's the same exact thing. It's they're going to blow it up. Who's available? Uh, who would not be available? And from what I gathered from re- reporters and what they were saying yesterday, nobody would want Russell Wilson because of the contract. Right, right. And then it's debatable whether or not the Broncos would make Patrick Sertain available or not. Because that, that he is one of the best cornerbacks in the league. Uh, in theory, he has been this year, probably not having a, you know, a stellar season by any stretch. But would they actually try to b- still build around him? I don't think you want to give up a guy like that, although you could fetch a lot in return. Other than that, it was everybody's on the block. Offensive linemen, wide receivers, defensive yep, players, yep. you name it other than the two guys I just said. And if you if the price is right, by the way, this was kicked around too. Jerry Judy, yep. the, uh, the idea of the Broncos getting a first-round pick in return for Jerry Judy was out there in the offseason. The Broncos said no. Would a team still be willing to give up a first-round pick for Jerry Judy? I still think that guy is extremely capable of being really good in this league. He's just been in an awful situation since he came in. And it continues to somehow be bad, and they can't get it corrected here. Yeah. I, I like Sutton, and I like Judy. And I think in the right so system and with the right quarterback, they put up big numbers. That's right. It's also, Sean Payton didn't really sign up for that, though, did he? Well. To come on board, they thought they could resurrect Russell. I, and I saw, I, Yeah, I don't think he knew this was going to be this bad. I thought he was. He Did anybody he, know it was going to be well, like this? He thought he was walking into a pretty good situation, though, and just say, "Well, it was the worst coaching job of all time. We'll be fine." Right. The defense is going to be Wilson. okay. Yeah. Right. But this has been, I, I yeah, and and they can play the shoulda, woulda, coulda game. Wilson said it all week. Well, we could be four and one, or we could be three and two. Look at some of the losses, but that that doesn't matter at this point. And everyone has has the stink and the stench of the Miami game uh, as well. Can McLaughlin get in there tonight? This is nuts. He's cashed some big tickets this year. He's uh, been the first touchdown scorer in three of the Broncos games this year. Now, the first time he did it, he was 60 to one. The second time he did it, it was 40. And then last week he did it again. He popped like like around 11 to one. I'm seeing tonight around 16, 17 to one. And as you're looking at the screen right now in DraftKings, yeah, he's 16 to one to score the first touchdown. He is a weapon, though. They found something here with this kid. He looks good on film. Mm -hmm. He's elusive. He's fast. Good football player overall. Uh, Williams, though, is going to be in. So how much does that impact? How much McLaughlin's going to be like getting the usage down in the uh, near the red zone? Yeah, you're, you're exactly right about the Chiefs. Other than Kelsey, and I know that he was listed as questionable as of uh, late as last night. 
I don't know who to look at in terms of uh, the wide receivers. It might be Rashi Rice. When you look overall at uh, wide receivers in the red zone for the Chiefs to get targets so yep. far this year, yep. he's had eight targets on the season, four more than any other Chiefs player. I'm talking just inside the red zone now. Eight targets, five catches, two touchdowns. Could, could he score uh, one in this game tonight? But again, I don't want the total, Paul, the, you know, people who pay attention to this stuff do this for a living. They saw the forecast. They knew what was going to be going on. And hence the, the total dropping from 52 down to 47 where it's at right now. What's the game plan with Taylor Swift? She, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm out of the there? loop at this point. Yeah. Is she going to be there tonight? I don't know. Yeah. Because huh. I, I know Al Michaels will not be happy about it with all the cutaways. So, <laughs> and Al can't catch a, a close game to save his life here. So, coming up. Are you going to get involved at all of the point spread? Do you, are you intrigued by 10 and a half? Do you I, wanna... got, I got so much on Kansas City that uh, I, I have division win total over. I have oh, to win the, the divisions. Okay. I, yes, I got so many futures on the Chiefs. I'll just, I maybe I'll take 17 and a half minus 220 uh, with the Broncos. Play out number. Might do that. And uh, I love no defensive touchdown. All right, let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We'll recap last night's betting action in Win Some, Lose Some. And Paulie will tell you about a 60 to 1 that cashed next here on VSIN. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in win some, lose some. Another historic night in the MLB playoffs. Castellanos to hit two home runs, 60-1. to one. Bryce Harper, two home runs, 22-1. to one. I saw as high as 35-1. to one. The daily props, Nola most strikeouts, plus 275. Most runs, Phillies, plus 450. Royce Lewis to go deep, 4-1. to one. He's in Kirby Puckett territory. 
Can you believe this? Most home runs in the Twins postseason. Kirby has five. <laughs> Royce has four. Yeah, I know. Uh, wow. Uh, Abreu to go deep. Six to one. Diamondbacks series pipe uh, price plus 180. 11 to one to sweep the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Connor Bedard, anytime goal, plus 225. First goal of the game, 12 to one. Uh, goal in the first 10 minutes went five and one. Last night, five of the six games, there was a goal in the first 10. Favorites went five and one in hockey, and five of the six games went over. Subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos. Pretty good mix here as well. This is called So Excited. I mean, they're, they're, you got four or five dogs in the kitchen. She's preparing <laughs> the meal for everybody, and this guy's setting a record for getting up there with hang time and the leaping ability. Everyone's just wagging the tail except the guy in the middle. Retriever, it looks like. And he is getting up as high as her head. How high they're jumping to get ready for the food. Well, he, he can do a standing jump on top of the uh, yeah. counters there. Oh, absolutely. Good point about never turning your back in the kitchen. I mean, that is, when, when you, if you walk out, he's just going to jump up there and grab it. You could put would trees it? in the top shelf. He'd go up there and grab it if he <laughs> yes, wants. Yes, he would. Yeah, uh, that's excellent. Very good. I put under wind some. I, I would need a diaper. The guy's in his kitchen. He looks out. Look at what's in his window. The bear's in there. Hey, how you doing? (laughs) He's looking for food. I don't know. Hungry, pal? Yeah, that could go a couple different. Whoa! Now, there you go. Yeah. Now he he puts the big claw on it and and, and pounds the window. Here, let me get closer with my phone. Yeah, right, right. He's like, get out of here. You never know how they're going to react. Did you see that video where the... The, dog, the, the bear was at a picnic. He invaded a picnic, and the guy's like, come on now. Come on, go on. Take care now. <laughs> and he and opens the door in the patio for the, the the bear to leave. Yeah. And at the last second, he you know he, he scrapes him on his way out. But he did leave. He did listen. Uh, rate the swimming skills here. What do you think of the bulldog? Yeah, out in the ocean? I'm pretty impressed. I got to be honest. Yeah, he's yeah. doing a good job. You know, a little portly fella, but he's uh, he's got it down. Oh, he's trying to shed some yeah. LBs here. Yeah, right. It's a lengthy swim for him, too. Yeah, right. Good cardio. Absolutely. Great cardio. All right. Great mix as always. Hello, Masson. Tough finish to the season for the Orioles. It was unfortunate, but we met Tom and Eddie yesterday, Oriole fans, and they watch every day on Masson. During their visit, they're here at Circle watching college football and betting. Tom had Maryland. Eddie had Missouri. The two beats they took also happened at the same time. Around the same time. Yeah. I mean, Maryland has the lead in the third quarter. He's catching 17. And then Missouri's catching six. Oh, that was just... And the pick six with 40 seconds left. At no point in that game was LSU covering. No. Okay. Well, I, if I'm Manfred, I get rid of this format immediately as soon as the season ends. Top five records in baseball are now... The teams are 1-12 straight up in the playoffs. And the win was a miracle. The game two comeback by Atlanta. It's, it's not so much the long layoff and more so than the All-Star break. It's actually longer than that because these guys didn't play their players down the stretch, these teams, because everything was decided. So you can't give someone a week and a half or two weeks off. They're rusty. They don't have it. And you, the Dodgers couldn't even hit. What, Freeman and Betts went one for 22 in the series or something? I don't know if baseball's going to do it. It's only been two years. I know. But look at that. It's yeah. also, yeah, it's the first time that multiple 100-win teams were swept as well. I'll tell you what. Here, here's an idea based on what we're seeing for the second straight year. Do not bet a World Series future until uh, September. 
Why? Right. Arizona won 84 games. Sure. Try to figure out who's going to be like the, the oh. four, five, six seeds. You imagine Maybe how high, get involved a little bit. Imagine how high that ticket was. They lost Huge. nine in a row in August. Oh, no doubt. I'm sure you could have had them at triple triple digits at some point. Florida International, plus two and a half, went off a three and a half point favorite loss to UTEP, who apparently played their four-string quarterback, and the kid looked great. One bad beat, Montreal plus 250. They led the Maple Leafs 5-3 with five minutes left. They lost in a shootout. Matthews had the hat trick. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the price on that, but Matthews had the hat trick and, uh, you know, a couple weird... Nice job, Edmonton. Uh, we go my eight to one. They lose at Vancouver. Oof. NBA ready to tip off. Visa and experts have been hard at work tracking the latest player moves to help you bet smarter. Up to date previews on every team, props, best bets, live betting strategies. Give yourself an edge. Von Tobel's got the model out there as well, with a, a ton of predictions with win totals. Visa.com/slash/subscribe. When you think about it, we'll do more baseball coming up here in about ten minutes as well. But that's not that bad of an idea, really, is it? Why get in? Why bet any World Series futures in February or March? Yeah. Why not just wait and let it play out if they don't change the rules? And also to attack this, remember many many years. And Mike Palm is going to be on the show later on today. He hit a an eight team round robin a handful of years ago that paid more than a hundred thousand dollars, and it was teams in the NHL off that break that they would get, and they would not play. And he just bet against all of them on the same day, and they they all lost. And so, in, in yeah. theory, baseball is going the same exact way. Well, now here's your moneymaker. Maybe th- maybe this truly does have an impact, again, because yeah. it's a routine. Uh, they've been doing this their entire lives. They're used to playing every single day. Well, now you're going to get five days off, six days off, a week, whatever it might be. Can't do that. L- look at this draft that we had. This is And maybe this speaks to, uh, well, anyway, here's the order that it went. This was the blackjack draft that Derek Stevens and Mike Palm put on here at Circa around the All-Star break, right? And every person who was in that finished top 10 would get a future ticket on a baseball team. The Braves went number one overall, our buddy Scotty Tribuco, right? So he has a $10,000 bet on the Braves. That was at plus 375. I finished second. I took the Astros. I have no idea how I'm still alive. The, uh, the person from Hawaii who finished third grabbed the Rangers. After that, Matt Humans, Dodgers, out. Paulie, you were picking fifth. Orioles, 100-win team, out. Rays went sixth. See ya. Angels, no playoffs. Marlins, bye-bye. Blue Jays, swept. Reds, no playoffs. Yep. So it is certainly possible that uh, for Derek Stevens here, the team that represents the National League in the World Series, undrafted. Yeah. No Phillies, no Diamondbacks. And I was shocked the, Di- the Phillies didn't go. I was going to take the Phillies, but I, I am a teammate of Scott Tribuco. So with the Braves off the board at number one, I didn't want to take two from the National League and the chance that we were going to meet in the playoffs. But the one thing that could have saved me here, common sense has to prevail. You, get, you Reseed. For the love of God, reseed. Again, Baltimore, I'm not just saying this because of the future tickets. Baltimore should have been playing Minnesota. The Phillies and Braves should not be playing right now. It should have been Arizona, Atlanta. The team that won 104 games should play the 84-win team. No? Okay, so you're, you're talking about, yeah, based on wins, not yes. exactly. No, reseed. Go, yeah, yeah wins. I, I'm totally okay with that. I think that should probably be done in more sports, to be honest. Where you reseed. Every sport should reseed. I, I don't mind that idea. The yeah. bracket? What are the bracket crap? But but here's the deal, right? I mean, baseball finally got to 12 playoff teams. Yeah. I, I don't think they can go back from that now. I don't think... Let, uh, me, let, me, let me rephrase. I don't well, think they will go back from that. You can't get... They sold... Seelig did such an atrocious job. One of the worst commissioners of all time. They sold their souls to get the younger demographic, and they're never going to get them because they don't care. And that's just how it is. Times have changed. 
You're never going to get the younger demographic. So to add all these playoff teams and you want it to be like the NBA and the NHL, which I don't like. I don't mind what you said earlier. Well, growing up as kids, only four teams made the playoffs. Oh, that's what I would I do. I didn't have a problem with it. No, I, I know, love I, the fact I, that. I, I love the best of three, and the home team gets every game. But when you invite all these teams into your party, mm-hmm. someone's going to throw up and, and ruin it, and that's Arizona. Well, someone, everybody. That's right. Somebody spiked the punch yeah. a little too much, I well, think. The other thing, too, about you, the injuries have been catastrophic here. Now, certainly the Dodgers couldn't hit, which shocked me. Urias got kicked off the team. Uh, Walker Bueller was supposed to come back, didn't happen. May got hurt, Gonsolin got hurt, and your big acquisition was Lance, and he led the league in home runs allowed. So, you also, I mean, the, the, inju- the, the Charlie Morton injury is enormous for Atlanta. You had to throw Elder out there. The guy had an ERA of six down the stretch. So he didn't give you an opportunity, but certainly the Phillies are a very good team. And you can't be surprised at what's going on there. And it's one of the toughest places to play with that environment. Now, to me, the solution is pretty simple. If you're going to remain at 162 regular season games, yeah. you cannot, and I said this yesterday, and I've said this for a long time, you cannot have 12 playoff teams. If you, if you want to keep 12 playoff teams, then you need to take a severe chunk of games off the regular season schedule. And that, I think that go. would actually help out the sport immensely. It's silly. Atlanta wins 104 games. The Dodgers win 100 games. I mean, if you're going to... We'd sit there for six months and they're playing games. And now it's like, well, well whoever gets hot at the right time, that's how it shouldn't be that way. What a way for the Orioles season to come crashing down. Uh, and I, yeah, no. I tell you, after last night, it was worse for the Dodgers. I feel terrible for all our viewers and listeners. When we asked for future tickets that day because the Orioles had clinched the division, they, the emails didn't stop for three days. So division bets didn't end. It was also to win the American League and win the World Series. Huge prices on the Orioles that a lot of the listeners had. All right, so we'll update some of the numbers next in this sport and tell you how the Phillies became the fourth team in history, postseason history, to accomplish this feat. Details next here on VEASAN. This is Follow the Money on VEASAN. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? It's updated with DraftKings odds every five minutes. You can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out future events as well. Check it out. Betting splits every game. vcin.com. The Rangers and Diamondbacks are undefeated so far in the playoffs combined. I think we all had that going back before the postseason started. And also the Phillies became the fourth team in postseason history to have multiple players hit multiple home runs in the same game. The 2021 Dodgers did it, the 2020 Padres, and the 1932 Yankees with Garrick and Ruth. So now the 104-win Braves are on the brink of elimination. That uh, tweet courtesy of ESPN Stats and Info. And I went back and looked at, at, this is only one book where they track the stuff on a like weekly and monthly basis. They had uh, the Diamondbacks in early September, 60 to one. I'm sure they were higher than that at other spots. Yep. That's, what, that's what I'm telling you about. I mean, just like. Yeah, just, yeah, you, you nailed it. You can't, you can't play 162 games and then it becomes March Madness. You can't do it. Arizona's not a good team. They're not. They won 84 games. That's a fact. It's not an opinion. They were. No, I disagree. They, they have one good pitcher. I don't think, I'm not ready to say Kelly's a good pitcher. I think Kelly, uh, that's. I think Kelly's pretty good. Gallon also was Gallon's bad very on the good. Road. Um, but, but Paul, they they yeah. were good for how much of the season? Okay, good, interesting point. 
at the All-Star break, they were 52 and 39. Okay, by see, the middle by the middle of August, they were under 500. Okay, but so but they were good for it's it's a six-month season. They got off to a good start. I would they say did. that they were good for what three three and a half months. Yeah, and then they had the nine-game losing streak. They're under 500. Everyone assumes they're going to miss the playoffs. The Cubs implode. Voila, we get in there, and then excellent job taking out Milwaukee, and then just dismantling the Dodgers, who starting pitching was atrocious, and they, they couldn't hit. Can you so. believe that third inning last night? Oh, about that? It's historic. I, I, Four, they, the home run, nope, not home run, overturned next pitch, home run? Yeah, and every home run, I think, was hit harder the way it felt, and it went deeper than the previous home run. The, the home run by Christian Walker, I mean, just a, a bullet that was just scorched, and then... The next home run was, I think, so anyway, <laughs> as a result of that, think about this for a second. The first three went over because Lynn gave up four home runs. It was two and a half juiced over. But because of those solo shots, the first three went over in that game. The first five did not go over. First seven did not go over. And full game did not go over then. That was the only thing that came in last night. And any sign of trouble, right? Oh. Any sign of trouble, they were going to yank the pitcher for the, for the Diamondbacks. Spot wasn't bad. Yeah, he gave him four and a third, um, and and it's certainly the the, uh, the job now. Another go, one. Yeah. When did you know about the plan of Joe Ryan? Okay, this is this is awesome. Uh, we throw it out to all the listeners too because this was a Draymond Green situation. The Draymond Green story last year was it I'm going to come out for the opening tip and then I'm going out of the game. And then books were late to take down his props, and the same game parlays were six figures and astronomical with all the payouts. I, I saw it right before the game was about to go. Verducci comes on the air and says, Ryan is is going two innings tops. He will not be around to face Alvarez the second time. But then everything was pulled. I couldn't get down. It was, I don't know how well documented this was. I'm, I'm sure people the, had that had, information. Oh, I'm sure pe- there's no doubt people had, had that info. The Joe Ryan oh, yeah. information, if books put up props on Joe Ryan, they got obliterated. Because that was the game plan the whole time. Yeah. I didn't agree with it. Oh, neither did I. I mean, the guy looked good. He just made one mistake. But uh, he, he, he strikes out one guy, gives up one run, but goes two innings, and they turn over the bullpen. The kid gives up the two-run bomb to Abreu. You lose 3-2, so you can't mm. blame the pitching staff. But that was Baldelli's plan the whole time. Ryan was going to go two, three innings tops. That's it. Oh, you could have cleaned it, up. It, it's basically – so they admitted – that Jordan Alvarez is so good right now. He's basically Barry Bonds. We don't want to. We don't want to face him with the same pitcher. Remember when the Blue Jays did that with Brios? Teammates were saying, "Yep." What Merrifield said: "This is what's ruining baseball." Yeah, they completely disagreed with that decision. Yeah, that was their plan, though, according to uh, Schneider. What they decided to Man. do. So, oh, you could have cleaned up everything recorded outs under strikeouts under everything under with Joe Ryan. If you cleaned oh. up, you can get us on X. Ed Vsin live at Mitch Moss Radio at Paulie Howard. I'd love to hear from you if you did. I, I did not know about that information before the game started and, and, until it did, you know, when Verducci uh, actually said that. Yeah, because the previous game they had, to, uh, it wasn't the star guys, but they had to use the bullpen for much of the game because it was a blowout. And yeah. uh, what you call it didn't give them didn't give them anything in that game. Yeah. So, yeah, right. I'll well, tell you what. Um, looking ahead to next year, I try to always do this at the end of uh, September and October. For maybe some awards betting, is Royce Lewis going to be unbettable to win the American League MVP, even if Otani is in <laughs> the American League still? What what is he going to open up at thirty to one, twenty twenty to one? It's awesome. The, the, he's unbelievable. Yeah. 
I think he was going to win rookie of the year, by the way, had he not gotten hurt. They should have a good year next year. They should have a big, a high win total. I, I, if they, if they won that step. game last night, we'd be getting right. Lopez against Verlander. I know who I would like. That's right. I thought they were going to have an excellent chance to win that game. Sonny Gray gave them nothing in game three. Right. That's a name that escaped me. What do you think today? I saw, I stand by it. I think whoever wins this series is winning the World Series. I stand by it. But it's just such a raucous atmosphere and environment, and they ate Elder alive. And the, you know, we want Strider chance. We'll see if he can deliver. It's Strider against Suarez. I can't believe the price. He's $1.55 on the road. Now, he pitched well in game one. He made one mistake, but I couldn't believe, and this goes back to this this format, the Braves weren't shut out all year at home. Mm-hmm. They didn't score the first 14 innings of the series. The other thing is, I know who I'm taking in game five. It's going to be Wheeler at a small plus price against Freed, who's battling the blister. And Wheeler was awesome for six innings in game two. So... Can Strider hold them down? Keep them in check like he did in game one. Man. Let's start with that. Well, for, first of all, let me... let me. I, I, I told you this before the series started. There's absolutely no chance I'm betting against Philadelphia. None. They're a buzzsaw. I think they're the best team in baseball. Can't argue. So, I'm not... There's a buck 55 on Strider. Out of your mind if you think I'm going to bet, bet that. That's today. outrageous. And that guy, yeah. the guy's awesome. He might shut him down and strike out 12. You have no idea. But also, looking ahead, Paul, you just said this briefly, a small favorite. Like, what would you make Freed against Wheeler? Because if that would, if, if there was... $1.10. It's got to be $1.10. Has to be. He, Wheeler He's was... Pl- I know they lost. Wasn't on him. He was plus one. That plus yeah. 150 was available in game two. Yeah. Well, the Braves were 12 to one to come back, but yeah. So here, Strider's numbers career against Philadelphia. Eight starts. ERA, 1.90. The FIP, 1.94. The whip, 0.74. Batting average, 151 and a 40 rounded up, 41% K rate. I mean, that is lights out territory good for Strider. But it's the playoffs. They gave him somehow, some way, no runs in his first start. And this team is just uh, incredible right now. And that, that atmosphere, again, is going to be must-watch television. I can't pitch around guys either. No, you can't. So I have to worry about Turner. I have Castellanos. I got Schwarber. Uh, there's so many about guys Bryce. that can hit. Yep. Uh, he admired that home run for eight sure. minutes last night, and I don't blame him. Yep, the stare. Now, that, that shouldn't have left the locker room. I don't know who the reporter is, but it did. We talked about it yesterday. I said that was an egregious error for the Braves to taunt Harper after they double him up to end the game. And, it, you know, they were mocking him in the, in the clubhouse, but I guess they didn't know a reporter was in there. And he wasn't supposed to hear it, but whoever did went with it, put it out there. And so Harper's like, oh, that's fuel for me. Two home runs staring the guy down. Mm-hmm. So bad move. Wasn't supposed to leave the locker room, clubhouse. It did. Well, now your season's on the line. So they're up against it here. But I, 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 don't know what, I don't know what to expect. And I, you might, maybe eight and a half is a joke for that total too with how good Philly mm-hmm. is and how, how they can hit. So if this team gets Aaron Nola, this version of Aaron Nola, yeah. And you know what they're going to get out of Zach Wheeler. Who's beating them? Right. And Suarez threw the gem in game one, along with the bullpen, who's been very good. And the, the Astros are, well, yeah. they're, they're inconsistent, but they have the potential to be obviously very, very good. The Rangers are, their offense, elite. But I put the Phillies ahead of both those teams. And, and you're also getting Scherzer back. Because I, 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 well, I, I, yeah, he's throwing, he's throwing yeah. bullpen sessions. So the Haney Montgomery thing can't continue. You're going to run into Houston now or the Phillies or Braves, and they're just going to obliterate them. But 
Yeah. You, but you get Scherzer back, and Navaldi's been solid. So yeah. none well, of it, none of it makes sense. I mean, again, one and twelve, best records in the in the regular season. They're one and twelve, and we know what happened with the win in game two. I will say, I like what they said in the broadcast last night of the game because uh, Elder was so good in the first two innings. There was no thought of getting the bullpen up, and then in that third inning, it just yeah. it completely flipped, and you couldn't even breathe. And it was like, oh, oh, now we're down how many runs? Game's over. It's four one, and now he's still in there. Got to yank him. Couldn't even have anybody ready in the bullpen because he was so good in the first two innings. So they said, and I think it was Wainwright who said this on the broadcast, had he shown some um, signs of struggling in the first two innings, they, that third inning probably, well, would, yeah, yeah. it could have happened. It probably would not have been against him. They probably would have yanked him. It was it. The game was over. You're right. It got, just got out of control. Yeah. Then the home run, it's 4-1 and school's out. That atmosphere. Yep. How fun would that be? Playoff baseball, oh, come on, you can't beat it. Baseball and hockey, the two best playoff atmospheres, no doubt in my mind. Up next, odds to make the college football playoff. You want to talk about, like, the Chiefs. Who do you you bet on tonight for the Chiefs? It's so all over the map. Same thing here in this sport. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Don't forget DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can bet $5 and pocket 200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Download the app. Use promo code FOLLOW when you sign up. Follow DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Let's start the insanity. TMZ reporting Taylor Swift will be at the game tonight. So there you go. Go get him, Al Michaels. Kelsey, anytime touchdown or no? I, I'll give you a guy who I like to score an anytime touchdown before the end of the show. He, he's higher than plus 230. Yeah, he's banged up, but I think he'll get in there. Plus, uh, Mahomes has talked he, about the pressure and uh, wants to make the Swifties happy. He's minus 165 to score. Yeah. That is uh, heavy, heavy juice. Yeah. All right. 
College football, big, big uh, weekend, Paulie. Big weekend for Huge. you. Excited yeah, so for you. You're going is, to the game tomorrow, uh, Saturday. Yeah, I'm flying out tomorrow morning, going to uh, Seattle. I'll be up there for the Washington and Oregon game. I guess everybody's going to be going up there. Game day is going to be there. Uh, this is going to be a blast. It's a 1230 game. If you've never been to the stadium and you love college football environments, I went last year for the first time. It's right on the water. Uh, phenomenal spot. I don't know if you're like an 18 year old, 17 year old kid, you go to the spot. You're like, yeah, that's where I kind of want to go play college football. It's amazing. But this is the, this is the biggest game in my opinion. Uh, this team is bigger than Notre Dame and USC. That's because Notre Dame has two losses already. These teams are unblemished. Yep. They're coming off bye weeks. Um, I really, I mean, I, I've gone back and forth on this game all week long. And I would say that uh, I told you this earlier in the week. I think if Oregon wins the game, they have a better shot to make the playoff than if Washington were, the, were to win the game. That's because Oregon's schedule is a little bit easier than Washington's moving forward. Well, they're both treacherous. Washington goes to USC. They get Utah at home. They go to Oregon State. And they get the Apple Cup. They get Washington State at home. Think about that. Oregon, after this, they play Washington State at home. They go to Utah, USC at home, and Oregon State. Oregon State's got the easiest schedule, but they, they already have the loss, though. Um, Oregon and Washington, the co-favorites to win the conference. USC behind them at plus 250. Well, how about, uh, how about UCLA if they win that game this weekend? Yeah, it's a big one. I, I like Oregon State, but that's certainly they have an manageable schedule. And I know that uh, people were reaching out to me this week, and I was getting kicked around on one of our afternoon shows here uh, this week with uh, UCLA and the potential. They're 15-1 to at some spots to win the Pac-12. After this, they play at Stanford. They get Colorado at home. They're at Arizona. They get ASU. They play USC and Cal. Any of these teams, wow. that's something that a team can navigate. I mean, if they would happen to upset small dogs here, if they happen to upset the Beavers... I mean, maybe that game against USC is for half the marbles. Can they run the table? What's your level of confidence with Moore? Defense has been great. Don't you think he's going to get Moore. better by the week? Yeah, he was terrible against Utah. But again, no one wins there, and it's a the defense is sick. But you played no one non-conference, which could come back to bite you. Um, but again, then again, it's the Pac-12, and it's the best conference in college football this year. If you run the table... That's going to do it, but that's uh, easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- that that is easier than Oregon State, no question about it, uh, with that schedule. Um, so Fox did the toughest upcoming schedules among AP top 10 teams. Most difficult, number one, USC, followed by Oregon and Washington. So we just ran it down about it's they might beat each other up, and so the winner of this league might have two losses when it's all said and done. Yeah. But that that's... Well, again, Man, that's difficult. U, uh, US, USC, they have plenty of problems already, right? Yes. The, the, the defense is much worse than we even thought going into the season. Uh, we know that they address it. They brought in a bunch of transfers. Doesn't matter. They may be worse than last year. So after this, they still have to play Utah. They get Washington. They play at Oregon. And like I talked about with UCLA, they also play at Cal. I mean, that's like at Cal, if you want to call it a gimme, fine. Other than that, I, wouldn't, I don't think there's... Yep. It's a total meat grinder. Right. You can't bet this stuff as far as Pac-12 teams. Schedule's too difficult, and there's no value. At DraftKings, Oregon is plus 260 to make the playoff. Mm. Washington is plus 250. USC, 4-1. to one. And USC's plus 250 in some spots to, to win the conference. I mean, it's right. just... And then 4-1 four, four to one to, just to make the playoff, which is a better bet. And I'll tell you, I mean, Pac-12 after dark was absolutely a thing for a long time. But also after like tracking this conference and watching it play out for 20 years, 
whenever a team appears to have like a path to make it and be in the be in the conversation for a playoff mix or a title game mix, this is before the playoff. They would always stub their toe in a game where it's like, wait a second, that never that happened all the time with Oregon and Stanford. Andrew Luck, hey, they're number three in the country. They're going to play at Oregon as a fourteen point. Oh, they lost. Oh, weird. How that happens every single year. Yeah. Last year, Oregon was a buzzsaw after they lost to Georgia. Now they got throttled in that game, but there was all this talk about how could could the Ducks actually get back into the playoff if they would run the table. What did they do? They hosted Washington. Uh, they can win that game. No, they can't. They lost. It's like these teams always stumbled, hit their toe, and it's like, eh, that never should have happened. There's a history of this in the league. Yep. Everyone plays each other in the Big Ten. Next week is Ohio State and Penn State. Yeah. Ohio State's number four, tied with Oklahoma. Oklahoma and Texas at DraftKings have the same odds to make the playoff. How big is the win at Alabama? And based on how the game played out with the minus three turnover differential, yeah. Texas would be favored in the rematch. And uh, they have the same odds to win the Big 12. But it looks like all but assured we're going to get a rematch of Oklahoma-Texas in the Big 12 title game. Well, again, this happens. What I just said about the Pac-12 also applies to the Big Big 12. Oklahoma has a bye. They host Central Florida. They play at Kansas, at Oklahoma State. I can just tell you right now, one if not both those games, it's going to get crazy. And they could lose one of those games. They they host West Virginia, yeah. they play at BYU, and they get TCU. Where you at with Florida State? I think they're damn good. They are. They're checking in at number nine. Toughest upcoming schedules among AP top 10 teams based on combined opponent winning percentage. They're $1.65 to win the ACC. They are minus 150 at DraftKings to make the playoff. Okay, what happens if it's a North Carolina or Louisville to run the table and win the ACC championship? People have asked me about Louisville. They can find them at humongous numbers. I'm like, I, I can't get there. But if you want to not, take a piece, they're not ahead. running the table. But okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, if they were to that team or North Carolina, you're saying, and they win the ACC title game. Correct. I, would the committee I, I, ignore I, I, a, a Drake no. May team? No. There are here's the thing. There are so many scenarios, and you only get four well, teams, right? You could have this scenario play out in the Big 12 where both teams have one loss and then they beat each other. Oh, boy. Who knows how many scenarios could happen in the Pac-12. Uh, in the Big 10 alone, all these teams, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, could be 11-1. and one, And then the, the, winner, the winner of the tiebreaker would go to the Big 10 title game. I would take a 12-1 and one Pac-12 team over a, a Louisville or North Carolina under that scenario. Yeah. And what if but Alabama that's... beats Georgia in the SEC title game? Both those teams are 12-1. and one. Does that mean Georgia's absolutely out? Does Texas win the Big 12? And yeah. are they 12-1? and one? Yes, and Oklahoma's 12-1. and one. Oh, yeah. Uh, why not 12 this year? I know. Texas would have to get in over Alabama if they have the same record. Texas went there and beat them. I mean, but that's, we got a long ways to go, but that's, I mean, this is, my head is spinning with all these scenarios. Not yeah. to mention what happens in the Big 10 where they all could beat each other. With Ohio State getting, yeah. right, just win your home games. And then you're all 11. Wisconsin, 22 to 1. Where are you at with the Badgers? Can they run the table? I, just, I need their win total over, and I need them to win the Big Ten West. That's it. They're not, they're not going to make the They won't beat Ohio State at home? Okay. But no, they might. They, could, they win the Big Ten West, and then they're in the game. Here's the I thing. mean, uh, depending on matchups, I could see that offense getting their act together by that time, and Fickle shocks the world. I think, Mich- I think uh, Wisconsin could beat Ohio State at home. However... Playing on a neutral in a Big Ten 
championship setting against Penn State, Ohio State, or Michigan, I don't like their chances. Yeah. yeah. It does not go well when they play teams like yeah. that. And they won't get in with two losses. So that's, no, no, uh, that's but, done but, that. yeah, 22 to 1. Um, Ohio State plus 150. Alabama's 4 to 1. They're 4 to 1 to make the playoff. Louisville's 13 to 1. North Carolina's 12 to 1. Georgia minus $2. Hmm. That seems like a, a, a safe bet to me. Whether you want to bet them to win the SEC or maybe you just think that's better off to uh, I, to make the playoff. because I, of what, are, Paul, are they in, though? You have to answer that question first. Are, are they in at 12-1 and one with a loss in the SEC title game to Alabama? I don't know. I have to see what happens. In, that's the gamble. I, it's tough, I know. Well, I was, I was going to say who's the loss to, but if it's going to be in that scenario. Yeah. But certainly if they're 12-1 and one and they have a bad loss in the regular season. Oh, but then they beat Bama and they see, they're in then. Well, well probably. But right. uh, I want to know who the loss is to because the schedule is so bad this year. All right, this is VSIN's Follow the Money on the DraftKings Network. Plenty more coming up today, including Gojo, Dan Lebetard, and Ross Tucker. And here at VSIN, Paulie and I work with the sharpest betting experts in the business. You can check out all the best analysis every day at vsin.com. And this show, Follow the Money, has two more hours coming up here on VSIN. And at the top of the hour, We'll be joined by professional sports better Brad Powers. Awesome on college football. He he is calling this his game of the year. He loves it. Hear his explanation next here on VSIN. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut. Every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.